Church Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name's Jeff Koki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 88. Uh, look, I hope you're doing really, really well wherever you are this morning uh, or this afternoon or at night, wherever you're listening to this. I hope you're doing uh, well. I hope that this podcast has been really encouraging for you. Uh, again, uh, the goal is just trying to learn and grow deeper in our relationship with the Lord. You know, just trying to figure out, trying to get a little catalyst to get moving throughout the day. And some of you have been so encouraging uh, as it relates to this podcast is saying, hey, thank you uh, for the podcast because, you know, it allows me to just get started. You know, a lot of people are saying, I listen to it in the morning. It just helps me get started. Some people say, hey, when I'm getting ready in the morning, I just put it on and, and it helps me get going for the day. And I think that's so great. The next step I would love uh, for all of us to continue to grow in is take that next step. Find some moments to slow down, open up God's word and say, hey, teach me, show me. Um, so that this podcast just becomes a, a little tool to help each of us grow a little deeper in our understanding and our relationship with the Lord. Honestly, why this is so helpful for me is that I know that I've got to slow down and I've got to listen and, and I've got to take the word of God and not just consume it, but allow it to transform me. And so that takes time. And so if you're not giving any time to it, then you're going to continue to struggle with this relationship with the Lord. Um, not that the the Bible changes everything, because um, lots of people read the Bible and it does nothing for them, it, because they haven't allowed it to really not just read it for information, but for transformation. So uh, I would encourage you just to find some time, slow down, uh, read some passages, um, and, and allow God to speak to you. And, and hopefully, hopefully this podcast has been encouraging for you and is allowing you to take some next steps in your relationship with the Lord. Uh, so uh, thank you again for all of you who have been uh, posting and subscribing and listening. Really, really appreciate it. Those, this last week uh, had a few more people on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional uh, uh, donations that came in. So I just want to say thank you so much for those of you who are donating and listening and subscribing and sharing. I really, really do appreciate it. Philippians 121. I love this passage. Love, love, love this passage. Philippians 121. And by the way, before we go into this, uh, Philippians is a great book. If you're going like, hey, where would I start? Like if I'm going to read, where would I start? This uh, Philippians is a great book to read, to start. I always say the Gospels, but Philippians really great as well. But here's the passage, Philippians 1:21. For me to live is Christ and die is gain. For me to live is Christ and die is gain. Uh, my son Cooper, he's uh, my middle son. He has this extraordinary gift of... He, we, he, you would call it good luck. He just has incredible good luck. And, uh, you know, like I, we have this BB gun, you know, like a Red Rider. It's a, it's a piece of junk. And I set this can up way far away. I don't know, maybe 100 yards away, 200 yards away, a long time, a long ways. And when you shoot this BB gun, it curves like the, the BB, it like curves. And so I'm like, there's no way you're going to hit that can. He shoots it, bang, hits it. I mean, he's just that kid. We went out with some friends a while back, 
and um, we're on the beach. And do you know those uh, the the like the beach toys? They're like the it's like a sticky pad and then like a tennis ball that has Velcro on it. And uh, our friend said, Cooper, I'll give you twenty bucks. I'm gonna throw this the paddle of this thing in the air. And you're going to, and if you throw that ball, it was from a distance, you throw the ball and if it sticks to the pad, I'll give you 20 bucks. Now, mind you, it's windy out, you know, we're on the beach and this guy chucks this thing in the air, Cooper with one shot, bang, hits it. And it's like, we always look at Cooper and we're like, dude, you're always winning. Like he just seems to, if in our house, it's like, don't make a bet with him because he just seems to always get it. That pressure, the moment, the reward, all of it. He just seems to just be on it. So by the way, if you know Cooper, do not dare him on the first try because he'll nail it. He'll absolutely nail it. Paul is saying to us uh, this, this is what life can look like when your identity is in Christ. That no matter what happens, you are always winning in Christ. You're always winning in Christ. Like, here's the real interesting time about the period of time we find ourselves in. We would look around and maybe you feel like you're losing. Like if you're a Christian and you feel like you're losing, you're missing out on the deeper thing that God is doing inside of you. For a believer, the real beauty is this. We're always winning. We're always winning in a pandemic when it's really hard. The believers in Jesus Christ are always winning when it's tough, when it's when we're in the midst of a health crisis, right? When things don't make sense, when financially things are struggling. We can feel like we're losing, but that means we've lost our understanding of what it means to be in Christ. This is what Paul is trying to center. Pastor Paul is trying to center this church in, and this is what he's trying to center us in, trying to help us understand. And I'm imagining for many of you that life isn't easy, that things haven't gone the way that you want them to go. And you're really struggling through that. And what Paul's saying is like, I know, like, I get it. Like Paul's like, I've been through a lot. I've been through it, man. We know that Paul had been beaten. We know he's been persecuted, shipwrecked. Like he's getting kicked out of villages, you know, out of towns because he's proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. gets thrown in jail. In fact, he is currently in jail as he writes this. I mean, think about how profound that is. He is sitting in what don't think modern day jail. Think dark, wet, damp, smelly, first century jail cell. And Paul writes these letters. Paul writes these words. Hey, church, For me to live in Christ and to die is gain. And what he's saying as he writes these words in a cell, having been through so much, is do you know what Jesus on the cross did? Do you know what Jesus did on the cross makes you a very dangerous person? Because you're always winning. 
If you are in Christ and you've embraced him as your Lord and Savior, that makes you a very dangerous person. That means I don't fear this life. I don't fear what comes my way. Because if I'm living, I'm winning. If I'm dying, I'm winning. Either way, I win because I have Jesus. I have Jesus now here on earth and I cling to him as he head into eternity. He's the one who made that possible for me so I can be made right with God here on earth and I'm right with God in eternity. I'm always winning, which means this, that life and circumstances don't direct my joy. Like if you read in the context of Philippians, he's talking about this idea about joy and going, the, the situations we find in our lives, the difficult things we find in our lives, it doesn't, it shouldn't impact our joy because our joy is found in Christ. It's not found in the dollar amount that's in our bank accounts. It's not found in a position in a business. It's not found even in a relationship. Now we can have joy in those things, but they're not the identity shaping joy that Paul's talking about here. It's like, no, life doesn't direct my joy. The ups and the downs and the lefts and the rights, they don't impact my joy. Jesus impacts my joy. My identity in Christ impacts my joy. He says, listen, death doesn't discourage my joy. Like I find so often that people are so worried about dying. And I think that's the whole thing. Like we're watching this pandemic. People are terrified. People are screaming at one another because they're not wearing masks. Now, listen, we need to be safe. We need to be wise. But people are like screaming and angry because people aren't wearing masks. You know, it's like, no, wear your mask. But I think there's a real fear that something bad is going to happen. And, and if, we, if it gets too bad, then we're going to die. And as a Christian, we're like, if I die, I'm winning. So I don't fear death. Now, I'm not saying death isn't sad. Obviously it is. I'm not saying death isn't hard. Obviously it is. But if my identity is firmly placed in Christ, I'm winning if I die because I'm in the presence of of the Lord. This is what Paul's saying as he sits in this prison. He's like, look, I'm winning. Circumstances. Listen, circumstances don't deconstruct your joy. Don't de- deconstruct our joy. Life in Christ is what brings me joy in the present. And death in Christ is my eternal joy. Life in Christ is what brings me joy in this present life. We have joy because we have Christ. And death with Christ is my eternal joy because I get to be in relationship with him. I get to be in the place that he's prepared for me. And he loves me and we get to spend eternity with him. This is what Paul is presenting from a prison cell to this early church who's going through massive amounts of persecution. And he's saying to them, church, make sure your perspective is in the right place when things are difficult because if they are you're always winning because we are in Christ it brings a massive new perspective to the cross of Jesus Christ and maybe for you you haven't slowed down enough to think about that 
And it's really important that this moment in which you committed your life to Christ wasn't this just get out of jail card. This was life and life to the full here on earth and into eternity. This was a mind shift, a perspective shift for you and for me. But sometimes we lose sight of that in the midst of really difficult times, in the midst of things that don't make sense. And look, I know it's hard for so many of you. And I do not want to downplay this. I don't want to say this is just like a little magic pill that you take and everything goes away. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this is an identity shaping thing that Paul is introducing us to. And I care about you, those of you who are listening. And I desire for this to be the reality that as Christians, we're not wandering around this world just anxious and out of our minds because circumstances are spinning out. Now, what does it look like for the people of Jesus Christ to cling to the promise of Christ? That he has beat death and overcome the world. That's why he says, take heart. I've overcome the world. And he's saying to you and to me, you're always winning in me. But can we see it? Do we believe it? Do we believe it? Now, many of us really struggle with this because our minds and our hearts are so tethered to this earth. But when we turn our eyes to eternity and realize that not the kingdom of heaven isn't some faraway reality, it's right here, it's right now, it changes the way we live our life. We have relationship with the God of the universe right now. Right now. In fact, if you're, if you're somewhere, I, we always end this podcast by saying he's nearer to, your, to you than your own heartbeat. Just place your hand over your chest and take some deep breaths. Feel your heart. He's nearer to you. He's nearer to you than the air in your lungs and the beat in your heart but we've got to slow down and realize that he's meeting us here in the midst of the pandemic and the confusion and the hurt and the pain. But our eyes are so focused on our circumstances that we don't experience his peace that passes all understanding. Because when heaven invades our lives, we live into a fearless future. When heaven invades our lives, we live into a fearless future. So my question is this. What circumstance or circumstances are discouraging you from experiencing the winning that God has for you? What's going on in your life that's pulling your eyes away from the fact that, like Paul is saying, we are always winning because we are always in Christ if we have committed our lives to him. And maybe just submit that to the Lord. Maybe pray today and say, hey, I give that to you because I want to experience all of you. Father God, you're so good to us. You have freed us to live fully in you. Teach us to embrace the life you have for us. So take a breath, reflect and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heartbeat. Until next time.
Cheers.